Welcome, y'all, to Critical Clicks! Euro Clicks! Damn my greatness! If there's nothing I can do to save you. Euro Clicks! Give it up for Jaws host, Lucas Van Holland. And Scott Cram Company Crampton. Hey guys, this is Lucas Van Holland, and here's my partner. Hey, I'm Scott Cram Company Crampton. Welcome to Critical Clicks, an adult podcast for the competitive Hero Clicks player, where we put the hard R rating in Hero Clicks. Um, and uh, we, <laughs> I mentioned uh, in our last episode, hey, any questions? And then I forgot to mention any of them. So this is a special questions only episode. Um, hey. They'll probably be pretty fast because most of our questions are usually like, fuck you, Lucas. And Perfect. why is Scott bald? So um, I don't know if we have a particular drop for this, but I do have the special Scott Porter drop. So let's do that one. Hey, everybody. This is Scott Porter because Critical Clicks is too damn lazy to come up with a new drop. So uh, here's whatever shit they're talking about now. Hooray. All right. So we have a bunch of different comments here. Um, all right. Let's go for all comments. Now that Jakeem Thunder Prime has been given his pre errata text, will he make a comeback in silver? Uh, no. Says uh, Dioniso. Dion- I am so bad at names. Uh, Dionzonio. Uh, I just call him. I just call him Dio because, yeah, I'm not uh, very good at names either. All right. So the answer is no, because. I mean, he's too expensive. Let, let's like the the real answer is that he's just too expensive. For whatever one of, the, one of the one of the big reasons Jakeem Thunder back in the day was so good is you were only allowed to outwit with that which was on a dial. So Jakeem Thunder would have like unoutwittable super senses invincible or, yep. you know, like it was just fucking ridiculous. Like, yep. yeah. And now and, and now when care since like characters are 50 points at max for things that are actually playable for the most part 140 for a similar style character is just it's too much too expensive what about goblin kings 75 points he now has he can pick two powers right and he now has um and he, he has his uh fucking power cosmic back right yeah i think gk is fine but it's because he's 75 points, I still am not 100% certain that he's efficient enough, which is crazy. No. But I think I think that's the way he's it not. Is. He's not yeah. like the bottom line is he's four clicks long and you kind of have there's just too much pickup power. There's too much stuff. I just no, I don't see it happening at all. So uh, basically they brought him back. I also think they probably could bring Vulture back, but that's just me because I want to play Vulture. <laughs> All right, Barnstable says, "What other conventions do you see WizKids at?" Um. Well, I mean, so right now, what have they announced? Adapticon. I think that's probably going to be our World Championship and Silver Championship and Nationals. Uh, <laughs> that is it. I have. I, I don't like to pull rank or uh, say things for WizKids, but I have an unfirmed knowledge that that is the only convention they're doing for the next three years. Uh, they'll be giving out the next three world championships <sighs> at Adapticon, um, and they will be giving away the other two championships, not to a tournament, but to high roll. So that's it. That's what I see them doing this year. Lucas, do you see anything different than that? Even though I have inside knowledge and promise you that is exactly what's happening. 
Um, you know, you're probably not far off. Uh, <laughs> I'm very far off. What the fuck's wrong with you? Realistically, you know, they, they, they have not officially announced anything yet. However, we probably will see them at um, Gen Con again. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then, of course, they'll probably do Worlds at Graceland again. Probably. Um, I think, you know, honestly, I think this will be the most amount of conventions they'll have been at it for the ne- for the last seven or eight years. Yeah. I think that uh, they announced something, I believe, with Champion Clicks, right? Didn't they actually announce it? Yeah, so um, WizKids is uh, partnering with Champion Clicks, um, giving them some uh, extra prizing this year. and. Yep. Sounds like uh, hopefully starting a partnership for future years. So this year will probably be hopefully a little light comparatively uh, to future years, but we'll have to see how it all goes. I think this year we'll have probably two to three extra conventions. Um, I definitely think Philly, of course, uh, but I wouldn't, I think they'll probably show up to origins. I don't know why they wouldn't, but I think there'll be one or two other big surprises basically. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think the reason we uh, this is going this direction is because they have Jake back. Jake is the reason that we're in Wizard World is the reason that there is 300, 400 people at these conventions before. And I think they're going back into that idea. So I think that competitive hero clicks is going to be going in a great direction. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get the WizKids opens again, um, but I do think that we'll have a more robust states. I'm not basing this on anything other than just things you could know, though. Like, so I don't have any inside information, uh, just what I've seen, Jake and them going and reaching out to champion clicks is a big deal like that. That shows support. Normally, when we put together a tournament, WizKids is hoping that somehow everyone at the tournament dies in a fire. Um, and, uh, if I was to try to purchase product off them, they would charge $18 more per booster, uh, just to make sure that whatever we're doing is going down in flames and dies. Now they're supportive. It's, it's a great relationship. Um, but anyway, how many conventions would be too many? That's a good question. Um, I don't think, I don't think that's possible. I don't think you can have too many conventions. Okay, Uh, 24 would be too many. Like, there's a convention every two weeks. I think you'd expand past what this community can handle. Um, Because it's not Lorcana here. It's not magic. There is the same people going to the same things. So if, like, let's just say, for example, you took out the... If I ran a convention the week after Champion Clicks and nobody from Champion Clicks came to my convention then it's going to be a very very sparse thing i I would assume like eight to ten people and just local right like so they are relying on like a lucas and a pj or whatever to fly around and do these multiple things and daniel powell and his team to fly around so i i do think there is a a level where it would be problematic i think an ideal would probably be eight to nine major events I think that's probably you know, are WizKids sponsored. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, unless they went with local, like if they went with local, that's different. But like, I can't imagine, I, I wouldn't be able to go to eight conventions. Would you? Probably not. Okay. So there definitely is a too many, you know, so I, I would think that 
Um, six is six is probably the sweet spot, but honestly, I think eight to 10 would be nice. Um, because we don't need to go to everyone. I don't have to be at every fucking convention. I'm not going to be at Adapticon, for example. It's fine. I don't need to be at every convention. Um, it's nice that they have ones in different areas. It should be, you know, um, the reason it should be more in the 10 to 12 range, probably honestly, as I think it out would be just so you have some places that are more in LA, more in New York, more in the South, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, final Barnes table question. What do you think about the silver age format change pros and cons? Um, I like the, um, I like the 400 points. I think that's fine. Um, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. It, that's the one change I don't like. I like everything else except for that. Well, tell us why you're wrong. Um, so the 400 points, it's every single like. Let's take you as an as a great example. You're one of the slowest HeroClix players I've ever had the displeasure of playing against. Sometimes like, I am the slowest HeroClix player. Yeah, every <laughs> 400 points just guarantees that every game will go to time. Every yeah, single it game. is true in Silver Age. Um. Yeah, I, I could agree to that. It could be 400 point and then limit actions or something like that. Limit at four, limit at five. There's stuff like that. You could easily spirit of the game and Merlin. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, who else is the other one? There's one other person that does that. What, increase Super your actions? Girl? Yeah, Supergirl or something like that. Oh, shit. There's, there's so many things you could do to increase your actions in silver. It's absolutely, like, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, you... You could just play. You could play um, Doctor Fates and Loki's. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, and get plus two action total from both of them. Um, you could play um, like okay. uh, so. You can get like I think realistically, a lot of people will have six actions. Yeah, it's mm. like yeah, that is like that is tough. Yep. I want them to I, w- I do want it to be somewhat different. The 200 point floor thing is interesting. That's an interesting concept. Makes it a little harder. Um, I liked I, I didn't think I did. I, I think I liked every band. I like them banning things. I like them just kind of taking some things out that you're bored of. I like if Thanos is back. I don't think Thanos is that problematic. I'm curious to see if is Thanos back with a bunch of erratas? Is Thanos back with no erratas? What's the deal with Thanos? Thanos is back with his current erratas. Okay. And do those go away once WizKid stops paying attention to them? Like other erratas have in the past? No, because since uh, Silver Age became a thing, I'm well, it's not even Silver Age, but like those all of the win rulings for older characters um, are still up there to find. Like yeah, for- I, I think they're doing a good job of trying to make it not horrible. Uh, but as a Silver Age champion, as a current world team Silver Age champion, I hate Silver Age. I think it's the least fun. Uh, I think it's the least fun format. Second to Patrick Fraser's format where we don't bring hero clicks and then just punch each other in the balls until one of us throws up. So I disagree like wholeheartedly. I think Silver Age is a great format. I, I have no issues with allowing older figures to be played and I have no issues with the floored requirement where half of your build has to be silver. I think the only, thing I, the only thing I don't like is that it's 400 points. 
I think that it just breaks the brains. That's the problem with it. People are like, well, what I don't, it's so much to think about. It's hard to realize what you don't know. And the thing that people hate in hero clicks is being tricked, you know, or like go new players or mid-level players going in and just being like, Oh, I guess you have some kind of infinite fucking loop or I guess because of Ghost Rider combined with Jakeem Thunder Prime, which came out 10 years before I was born. And I guess that I'm not able to ever see or attack you, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's stuff that they don't know. Oh, now I, I hope that all the erratas have made that work, but you never know when the next Clea is around the corner. You know, you yeah. never know when the next like, oh, fuck is around the corner for that. kind that's of. That's why you have to make it like that's wh- that's why you make adjustments as necessary. And realistically, like, I think that it's important for people to make it known when they find something like that. You know, not every player will. But I think we have a good enough community on, on our hands where if something's known. People will say, hey, this is a problem, and then they can be reviewed and figure out whether or not it's actually a problem. And when it's Silver Age, I think a good a good limiter for whether or not something's a problem is, does this win in one turn, or does this prevent my opponent from playing the game at all? If the answer to either of those questions is yes, well, that's probably a yeah, problem. Yeah, then we shouldn't. Yeah, the problem is, like, at some point in time, somebody's going to miss, and that's what sucks, is some point in time, somebody's going to bring but something. But it gets missed in Modern, too. Like, it's not that's not an exclusive thing to Silver Age at all. It's not just less combo potential. Like, there's less figures, right? So it's more likely to catch things the longer Silver Age goes. That being said, there are the same figures like Legion, for example, where everybody just looks at and tries to break it every time. So it's good that it's banned, but, you know, it's not like it's Hydra Hydra Soldier that's the one that's going to do it. Sure. Yeah, I I think that the Silver Age team has done a pretty good job of identifying most threats. And then also, even when they haven't identified a threat, accepting the feedback that they get about certain interactions and things and making adjustments as necessary. I think Silver's in a really cool spot right now. There's so much stuff that's playable. It's not like modern where there's realistically four teams you can play and nothing else. Like It's wide open in Silver. It really is. It is not a be all end all world champion. Patrick Frazier says with silver age moving to 400 points, should modern be increased to 500 to assert itself as a dominant format? I think really 405 is fine. 401. Nah, what's one point? What's one point? Like five uh, points. A lot of things are five points. (laughs) A lot of times. Like how do you get to 401? Although that would be interesting because you can't get to 401. So it's just arbitrarily 401. Yeah, but it's it's, it's, it's dominance as the higher. I was trying to figure out how you could do it. Um, Yeah, and that would be nice too because then you'd get five actions, six actions. Um, All right, Arius says, but neither are pulp. All right, with 10 actions per per turn, who needs games lasting longer than two turns anyway? That's a solid point. I, I do like the 10 actions return. Thanks, Matthew Lehner. <laughs> Aaron Morgan, here here for the comments, but who is a one-man army you would like to see in Silver Age who never got its time to shine? Who there, one- there are none. I mean, there are no one-man armies, like, first off. Um, Unimind. He's 400 points. Oh. Okay. 
Yeah, Unimind is the only character that is not a two by two like colossal retaliator that can be played at four hundred points on his own. And all of those two by two colossal retaliators are not very good. So Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna take one second to look that up. Um just wanna see if there's anybody that is, you know, just I haven't been thinking about just look up greater than three hundred and fifty points. I was going to say greater than 299. I mean, yeah, 300 or higher is fine. All right. Cathan. Uh, you can't play him because half your build has to be silver. Okay. Good point. Yeah. Can't play Doomsday at 300. Can't play Avengers Prime at 300. Um, yeah, you have to scroll past all the modern sets. Okay. Shit. All right. Let's go. Going down, down, down for an early round. Oh, I guess I should have. <laughs> yeah, so it right. starts, the first playable character is, I think, um, Iron Allfather. That might be it. Yeah, I scrolled all the way down and my God, there's a lot of sets. There's... Yeah, so Iron Allfather, um, like as far as like. Maybe Dermamo with Dermamo at 250. Uh probably not he's no but like like it just said like characters that could be chosen there's not very many so yeah. iron Allfather, who's probably not worth playing thor's mighty chariot no surter no ymir no uh avengers empire thor all right is all right interesting maybe man gog 400 See, no, point man gog actually he's not why um, because if you if you play him on a small map he can't pull the odin sword Oh my god, really? Because he can't completely he cannot completely occupy the starting area, so you can't pull the Wow, Odin's. did they fuck him right in the asshole? Um I don't think Unimine at 300 is good. Uh yeah, the one I can't believe the movie. Cu- I can't believe the cube powered co- Thanos copter isn't even playable. Like Yeah. Four, how is it 475? I would be willing to believe this is 150. That's bonkers. Um, Starro? (laughs) No. Starro at 300? (laughs) Probably not. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to like... 16 clicks deep, but that's about it. Yeah, I was bummed about Eternity. That was a fun idea to heal Eternity to his 600 point dial. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> um, start him at, at, at uh, hundred points and try and get him all the way to full. Man, yeah, there is not a lot. I mean, yeah, there's just not a lot. I mean, you have like all these like two by two colossals, but they're so imbalanced on their higher point dials. You could tell that those point values were just kind of thrown out as an arbitrary amount. Like yeah. look at Groot, big oh, yeah. eight speed charge. <laughs> yeah, it, it is crazy. <laughs> Did they ban Windigo or no? Oh, Wendigo Go is still good. Can you play like multiple Wendigos? I mean, you could. Why is Wendigo? Wendigo is so fucking good. It's yeah. really upsetting. He's like really good. <laughs> really, really good. Um, if he wasn't, if he was protected outwit, which he's not, a red onslaught would probably be worth it at 300 points. Okay. Because he gets to generate the Sentinel bystanders every turn. And then. 
uh, he has mastermind, so he can choose the Sentinel bystanders. So, like he, he becomes really hard to choose. <laughs> How is Galactus four hundred points for a dial that I could probably kill with like 50, 50 to sixty points of characters? Again, I think that higher point dials yeah. are just like arbitrarily chosen, and WizKids doesn't actually think about like what it means. To, yeah, uh, to man, there's really players. not. There's just not one man armies. Uh, for Silver Age, that's just not going to happen. No. Nope. Wow. And there'll be higher point characters, certainly, but like, yeah, I mean, so many of these characters are bad. Like, not if even onslaughts, like Onslaught. Um, if on like, look at Onslaught, for example, his high dial is 900 points. There is no world where that is a 900 point dial. His uh, defense, yeah. his defense is a 19 for one click. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's back. <laughs> they just made a and 60 he goes point. To average values. Yeah, I mean they're good, but like not like nine hundred points. Good. Yeah, you hit him two for you hit him for two damage, and he's you know a twelve eighteen five yeah. for nine hundred points. For nine hundred points. Yeah. No moving All attacks. Right. So the answer is no, Aaron. Uh, they don't like one man armies in the hero clicks that you have. Uh, if you're going to build a decent detective theme team, who would you use and what mystery cards? So one of the first things I just want to say about detective theme teams is one, you should play me. <laughs> I I don't disagree. I am a detective. Uh, so you are right. a your pog is an excellent CSA token slave. <laughs> I, I have the, the two things that I love doing with your pog is giving it action tokens when using CSA probs and targeting it with mastermind. That's those are my favorite so, two things. One of the biggest things is just detective is a great theme team keyword because you can make, you know, you can put like 40 point Batman, uh, black hand Batman, and then put Misty Knight in the team and then add Necron because Misty Knight can make anybody a detective. Yep. Uh, and so can Jessica Jones, I guess. Yeah, but she's more expensive. It's yeah, and, and Misty Knight's actually good. Yeah. Um. So I I would be building it into kind of a Black Knight team. I think Martian Manhunter, Necron, Batman, um, me. Uh, what else do we got here? Man, there's no. I remember. So the other thing, oh, to Hawkeye keep in mind, and Hawkeye. Yeah, but that's the thing. You're you're already going to a point where you're you're missing the 200 point floor requirements for silver. So, oh, I don't think he was saying silver, was he? He was just oh, saying period. If you're going oh, to be okay. a decent detective theme team, period. Sure. So, world's a, finest. Yeah, world's finest is great. The uh, Shaggy, Jay Shaggy is amazing for detectives because he triggers, um. Running the, Shaggy. The cart. What was that? Running Shaggy. Yeah, he triggers the um the mystery cards really quickly, like several of them. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of his his um the, the way he's designed. I think Shaggy is a really efficient 40 points. Yeah. Um another character for detectives that I think needs to see more play is Legacy Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, I mean he would be obvious. Uh Batman, I think the prime Batman is probably your prime. Uh, but you can pick any prime. I mean, you're putting both Scott Porters on it. Absorbing um, man is fine. Uh, the the Batman and Robin combo, the Chase Batman and Chase Robin, 
Batman makes it so that you take a max of one damage from close attacks and then Robin gets to take a cost deduction any time that Batman does. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, okay. I, it's definitely uh, I know people that are going in to this tournament playing detective. So you're not far off. It's definitely a playable keyword. Uh, great question for sucks a bag of clicks. There is a hero clicks figure you like. You rated a seven out of six. I just want you to know it sucks a bag of clicks. Alec asks Doomsday, does he suck a bag of clicks? Yes. <laughs> uh, I so mean, I have a ton of people that love him beyond anything. Yeah. So, um, so Let, I let's take a, a deep, a let's take a quick of... deep dive on Doomsday. Okay. Doomsday yeah. starts the game with a restraint token. If Doomsday has a restraint token, he takes a maximum one damage from attacks. When an opposing character hits Doomsday with an attack, instead of doing normal damage, they may choose to remove the restraint token. If they do, Doomsday now can use flurry. <laughs> so first hit is ba- first shitty hit is a pass. Um, he has battle fury at the beginning of the game. Choose a keyword. This game doomsday modifies attack and damage plus one when attacking one or more opposing characters with the keyword. That's good. When doomsday is given a move action after resolutions, you may make it close as free. That's good. So the question is, is he a 175 point play or is he a one, uh, 125 point play? So I tested him out when he was first like previewed. Um, yeah, tested him quite a bit at I did 300, 175 and 125 and the issue comes in that Doomsday does not have a reliable way to avoid damage so when he gets hit he just gets hit and as soon as your opponent is in a position to attack him a bunch of times in a turn they remove the restraint token and then they melt him I mean, he does have three stop clicks, so it's not an easy melt. But yes, I. But but it is. I mean, when you look at characters like Cosmo, that can just get rid of defense powers. um, Yeah. You know, similar effects where you just kind of run in and go bang, 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 and hit him a bunch of times. And as soon as you get him past that first stop click and he's on to impervious. He falls down really quickly. His values are fine, but they're not great for what he does. And realistically, I think that he doesn't do enough for as expensive as he is. Um, You know, if, if we had this doomsday at 175, if we had him 10 years ago, he would have been insane. Yeah, but the problem He's is not. every like there's so many small there is so many small characters that hit hard. Um, overall, I, I think he's fun, but I'm going to say he sucks a bag of clicks. Agreed. And, but he can hit pretty hard. I like he can hit pretty hard. There's no doubt about it. Um, and he does go 10 and then hits and that's something. So I I think the most unforgivable thing to me about him is he has one target. Yep. He he needed three at 175. He needed three. I get that he can't be a range character, but to sack up, go all the way across the board and then just hit super senses, you're like, oh, I guess I lose the game then. Correct. You know, like that's way too high of a chance to lose the game. 
There you go. John said, does Scott still play hero clicks? Uh, I've not been to New Orleans hero clicks in about six months. Uh, I think I played one time in six months. Uh, I've just been so busy. I bought a wrestling company called Wildcat. Uh, I should say I'm 25% owner now. And um, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's great. Um, but it meets the same time. So I just haven't been able to, I am planning to go this week though. What figures is he currently working with? Uh, I think that's fair. What figures am I currently working with? So I'm going to tell you right out my team that I'm going to play. Uh, I've had help with this from a bunch of different people. And um, yeah, so here's what we got. I got two different options for the team. I am going to be playing the Lucas Bet two gun kid team. And here's what I got. Wonder Woman with utility belt, Green Lantern ring, Ghost Goblin, uh, which is a really clever play. It allows everybody to get Sinister Syndicate to share attack. Uh, and then I can always trade them out for anybody for us on the sideline. Uh, Jennifer Kale. Uh, then I have Mephisto, Manifold, 25 point Spider-Man is the big crutch here because he gives everybody adjacent to him wild card and also anyone the Avengers keywords have wild card. So two gun kids just have wild card. So all I need to do is stand him next to Wonder Woman um, and then Wonder Woman can share her 12 attack with two gun kids. So now they're 12 attackers, which is fucking solid. That's a solid attack, and Jennifer yep. Kale can't do much about that. Uh, I have myself on the team, three two-gun kids, uh, which is the crutch of the team. And then I'm between two different versions of the team. Um, Mephisto and Manifold. I really like Manifold with uh, Lilith, Wonder Woman, and everything, because now I'm really rocking a 21 most of the time. And I do think that's very, very good. Um, however... The problem with that team is I have to switch Ghost Goblin out for essentially Black. Uh, who am I thinking? Black Skull. About Black Skull, right? Because yep. that's my only way with leadership, which means yep. that uh, if I do King Killmonger or something like that for defense, it, it can create a leadership paradox, uh, which I don't like. So I have a different team that uh, Lucas likes a little bit better where I take off Mephisto, I take off Manifold, I put on Captain America. So what I like about the Captain America thing is everyone now also has energy shield deflection when they're adjacent to him. And he's actually a good attacker, which I don't really, I don't have enough of. Um, He has in power as well. Something. But the big thing is, what's that? And the Avengers TA for what it's worth getting it because you're giving everybody on your team wild card copying mm-hmm. Avengers to get that additional plus one attack against whatever you're well, selecting. two good kid also has it. So a lot of sure, people, but do. like Wonder Woman or your master of evil, like mm-hmm. having or even Spider-Man himself being able to get an extra plus one attack against um against characters, I think is really important. It is. And he just naturally gets wild card because of okay. Spider-Man. And I did have a question. Um, If Wonder Woman uh, is adjacent to Spider-Man and she picks Sinister Syndicate, she then does a running shot carrying Spider-Man. Does she lose the team ability? Because briefly, she's not adjacent to uh, Spider-Man for the wild cards. Yes, she does lose the team ability. 
Okay. So that is probably the hardest part about this team. Yeah. It's a lot of positioning. It's a lot of so, planning. But then she gains it back, right? Yeah. When but she, the, but the duration has already expired, I believe. So then does she get to repick or is it the no, same? She's free? already taken that free action that turn. Okay. So essentially you have to, she basically can't, just can't running shot. That's rough. It's, well, no. I mean, essentially what you have to do is you running shot, carry Spider-Man. And then well, after the said. running shot, then you, then you choose Sinister Syndicate. Fair. Fair. Yeah. She's already um, the 12. It's not like she needs Sinister Syndicate. So like I get, I guess you could do it with the Avengers, but yeah. Or you just move Spider-Man proactively. Yeah. And for any characters that are adjacent or have the Avengers keyword, the interesting part about this, which I haven't quite, uh, is if Spider-Man dies, um, uh, she ends up gaining a wild card permanently. But of course, the problem being that the two gun kids don't have it anymore. Yep. Um, but it is she also getting Spider-Man ally, which means that she's yes. three through six super senses. Yeah, she like, yes, she is. Really, really good. And then Spider-Man, who is a wild card, can copy Wonder Woman team, uh, giving him three through six super senses. So the downside, uh, if I was going to do this again, the team's very, very good and significantly better if I could take off one two gun kid. Uh, but that's not the bet um, because I would rather have Manifold over that, uh, over a two gun kid. Uh, that would be great. And then I can yep. probably have Aunt May or a 10 point object or something like that. However, for not right now, I made a very interesting call that I have found plays really, really well, which is Black Cat. Seems crazy because like when do you end up playing a 20 point comment? But the big things about Black Cat is she gives me Underworld team uh, and so many of my characters share a keyword that like Spider-Man, for example, can now carry two two gun kids. Um, Wonder Woman, I'm not sure how many characters she shares a keyword with. She has a lot of keywords, though. Deity, Future, Soldier, Warrior. But she uh, she might be able to carry two characters. I'm not sure. Um, but like, you know, a soldier, what's that is two gun kid, a soldier, uh, past vehicle. Oh, oh past. Oh, she's future. She's That's future. right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just a lot. Spider-Man being able to carry two of them. Uh, Captain America technically can wildcard and carry two of the two people, um, because he shares a bunch of keywords and one of them is warrior. Well, oh yeah. Wonder Woman could carry Captain America. She can do that anyways because she's a flyer. No, no, no. I'm trying to think. There, I bet there's one other person she shares a keyword with. Uh, I don't actually know. Yeah, I'm looking. Martial artist. There, well, I, I bet she has podcaster. And she has podcaster with me. Battle, <laughs> mystical ruler, Captain Warrior. Uh, I assume. It is one of them. One of the fucking masters of evil has to have it, right? What are what are her here? I guess I could pull it up on my side. But the or cosmic deity. Does she have deity? Uh, but she has deity. Deity. Yep, she has deity. So she carry Dark Phoenix. Oh, she could carry King Killmonger and uh, Captain America. She could carry, uh, she's not a ruler, right? No, I don't know why I can't remember. 
Uh, Kid Thanos change is a good one too. Um, let's see. Yep. I, so, yeah, I mean, there's a few things you can carry around and, and mess around with. Yeah, but it does. I, I like the the idea of what you put down there. Yeah, the biggest thing for me, in my opinion, though, is it Black Cat makes everybody feel everything feel like it could be concerning to do. So, for example, um, you know, really, I think every I think with the uh, catcher's mitt and um, Captain America, everybody's going to have energy shield. So they're 19 with energy shield. I, I think that's probably just what's going to happen there. Uh, I assume that's pro- and that's so range attacking is 21s at least. So that's not good. And if they come close, then they're not going to be able to re-roll, which I just think is going to make everybody feel very nervous, especially since I have a boat ton of re-rolls on my team. Yep. So that's my that is to answer the question. What is what kind of figures is Scott playing? That is what Scott is playing. So <laughs> uh, um, is it the best team? No, it's not. But it's uh, the best. It might be the world's best three two gun kid team. We'll see. Uh, all right. A viable themes for modern and silver uh, assassins uh, is assassins a viable team. I personally don't think so. I think Assassin's has too many characters that are expensive mm. and that it, it, it prevents you from having a more well-rounded experience. Also, most Assassin's are range-oriented. Yeah. So when you have a lot of expensive characters that are range-oriented, you have a lot of bad matchups against the close combat teams. I'm, I'm looking at Assassin's right now and it feels like a pulp team. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, With one prime. And that's the other thing is like there's two different primes in assassins that you want to play and you can only play one of them. Uh, is Gotham City Underworld a playable? I, I think the, it is in silver. Yeah. Uh, why does it make it? Why is it so good in silver? So in silver, you get a few extra uh, fun characters to mess around with. Um, I believe. Actually, am I, and I might be thinking of Gotham City. Uh, I think it's Gotham City. Uh. Um, let me pull up Gotham City Underworld because I know like Haha Joker has Gotham City, but I think he has Gotham City Underworld as well. But I could be wrong there. All right, Gotham City Underworld. Looking at this, what do you get? Um, oh, you get uh, Penguin from Joker's Wild, the one that makes the Robo Penguins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's barely playable, though, guys. Uh, so I'm going to say no, no. Why, why do you think Penguin's barely playable? I think he's okay. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's that. He's he's okay. I think and making. I think shitting out pulse wave characters is fine. I, I don't have any issues with that at all. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll let me put him into tier two A for you. Okay. The problem is the, silver is incredibly competitive. Absurd, like you are min maxing points. Characters that are on your team are like Commissioner, where he, you know, creates a character. Is your he's 10 things, right? And um, so yeah, I just can't. I think I think Gotham City is a little bit stronger than Gotham City Underworld for sure. I don't like either. Uh, I just don't like so Gotham City has access to Haha Joker, it has access to one armed green arrow. Um, it has access to, like you said, the commissioner. They're all really um, solid 
like characters that just do a lot of things are really really powerful what are you what are you trying to look up here um the next question is what uh, upcoming iconics are we looking forward to so um as part of garrett's question here as far as iconics go i mean i don't care but uh, i like the iron man thing i think that's pretty cool and it's a little bit late but peacemaker is pretty cool uh overall though i the number one thing for me is of course sherlock holmes because i'm obviously a detective yeah, that'll be dope though that, that's my thing sherlock holmes is my thing I so think the colossal kong is cool uh yeah know. yeah have they revealed him yet or no uh they've shown the sculpt of it uh, they haven't shown the dial uh, Black um, shirt Porter. Does it come back in store? Or people who missed out of it shit out of luck. I think it's probably. Out of luck. Yeah, I think it's probably done. Nope. Uh, Adam Baker, childhood friend who does not play HeroClick, says, "If you were a cat, what color would you be?" Um, you know, I'd probably be a white cat, man, because I'm white. Um, Brian, Pulling, <laughs> do you miss? DJ would Scott? be an orange cat. Yeah, that makes sense. And Lucas would be a bald cat as the only bald person in this group. The All right. Bald person ever. Okay. Yes, correct. Uh, do, you, do you miss me? Brian Poling says, do you miss me, Scott Crampton? Um, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Probably not. And follow up. <laughs> I'm still undefeated against you. I don't believe him. I don't believe Brian Poling is undefeated against me unless we played exactly one time and I was like dead. I don't think uh, Brian Poling is undefeated against anybody. I don't like the biggest person. Brian Poling is undefeated, not undefeated against his life. <laughs> he is straight <laughs> defeated. Um, but Brian, I hope you actually listen to this. And we'd love to. We would, in honesty, love to have you back playing. And Heroclix is getting better. Uh, what keyword is being ignored and underplayed in silver theme? Holy shit! Um, ignored and underplayed. I mean, what there's been mean? no silver for a year. Um, and they club, just probably what's that underplayed silver like hellfire club i think is really like a solid keyword but i don't know like that's a that's such a loaded question man there's yeah, so many I, keywords I, in silver there is and we have no idea what's what but if i was building silver right now i'm playing mystical yep like i th- i don't know if mystical's the like i know mystical's not the only one to play but mystical is really good because I like I want more control in silver. So I think Merlin becomes significantly better in silver. You need to stop, you know, like you just need to figure out how to stop the insane Isaac styled shenanigans that are going to fucking happen. Right. Sure. And um, and it does pretty well with that. You know, um, you get to have Merlin, you get to have um, try Sentinels, baby. Try Sentinels uh, and a baby. So, uh, old Blackheart, the super Blackheart is mystical, and he helps oh, yeah. fill he helps fill out your floor for for silver. Um, I think that with with the Jennifer Kale is the other one I was trying to think of. Yeah, so. with with um, but for Silver Age specifically, with characters like Carnage, Silver Surfer not being allowed, um, not allowing Scarlet Witch, not allowing Sackman. Or, you know, I, I think Blackheart is really poised well right now. I, I Also, when you're thinking about bigger games, one of the things you're thinking about is uh, only a few turns. And one of the best only a few turn characters of all time is Chainsaw Wonder Woman. Being sure, able to yeah. just be like, oh, you killed him, but ah, fuck you, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> that's a swing. And a lot of times she brings the character back 
and you're like, well, I'll just kill it again. And then it's time. You know, Uh, last one might just be Agatha. Oh, yeah. Agatha's really good, especially like Agatha's always been good. It's just Scarlet Witch was better. But now that Scarlet Witch is gone, Agatha's Uh, mean bitch. I'm just saying it out loud. They continued with the band on Scarab, right? Okay. But yeah, Agatha is significantly better because she's the only option now. So, mm-hmm. and she fills somehow, despite the fact she's so new, she's 75, she's 100 points. She's half of your silver part, uh, which is. is very, very good. So, yeah, I would, I would lean that way. Uh, Thor Loki couldn't be a one man army, could they? Or not a one man army, I but I don't. They they don't have any invincible access, and something not you, yeah. I guess you get equipped. Not it. having invincible and not having stop clicks. I also don't think they have a way to heal. Oh, you get mad gym as well in mystical. So yes, mystical. Oh, and the dooms if you want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the dooms limiting your actions is pretty solid on top of everything. So like doom limits your actions and more, um, and you limit your free actions and. It just it, it can make the game end up being a bit slower. You had Chainsaw Wonder Woman into that. There you go. What is your prediction for the best set of 2024? Uh, Lucas, can you name any of the sets of 2024 other than I, I just don't know what the sets are. I know. Yeah, I think the only I think the only sets that have been previewed or like teasered at this time have been the next phase, which is coming out, you know, in like, I guess, two months now. And then Deadpool and Wolverine Weapon X. So I think those are the only two. I don't think it will be either one of those. Although next phase, they do go pretty hard on. So yeah. there's a shot that it's next phase. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I I don't know. It's, it's way too early in the year to kind of speculate on that. Don't have that. I mean, there, there's an argument to be made for, uh, and this is Kyle's question here. There's an argument to be made uh for the concept that like if there's a lot more of the Kenshant Kantu is what is his name? Moon God guy. Kanshu? Kanshu. If there's like 10 Kanshus, it's going to like they're going to be all over the place. And you're going to be playing so many of them that it's probably going to be next phase because that mechanic has always been way too broken for hero clicks. So and especially when you, you give it to characters that are too good for free. Yep. Luminati. What's better? Farts or burps? I have a solid argument for this. Lucas, do you have an option opinion? I think there's nothing funnier than a fart. See, here's the deal. You're rolling down. We're, you, we're, we're in a car, right? I, I do a really lar- loud burp. You hi- you're like, that was impressive. And you high five me. I do a loud fart. You hate me. <laughs> you know, like uh, there's such a difference. Uh, I, I'm going to go burps. Burps are encouragement. You know, there's so many positives about burps. Uh, you know, we're all in a competition for best burp. I like burps. Farts, you know, fart, you know. I, I've definitely, I was uh, I was just quoting Letterkenny. Have you ever seen that show? I have. I, yeah. Farts uh, are- there's nothing funnier than a fart. Except for maybe yes. watching kids fall off bikes. I could watch your kid fall off bikes all the goddamn day. I don't give a fuck about your kids. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right do you think of, what do you think of my doom patrol team 
theme team. Okay. Worth giving Bucky's arm to Nebula or better to leave it off for Killmonger. All right. So he submitted a team. Uh, it is Wonder Woman, uh, Prime Wonder Woman, Miss Marvel with the blue ring. Uh, okay. Chief, uh, who's I assume the one making Wonder Woman part of the theme. Yeah, he's what turns everything into Doom Patrol. Oh. Captain America, Scott Porter, Scott Porter, Nebula Brimstone. So right away, I can tell you, to me, it feels like he's playing Doom Patrol for the sake of playing Doom Patrol. And I never like that from a team building perspective. If you're doing it for fun, then live your truth. It's whatever. But if you're trying to like build a competitive team, you can build more, a, a much more dynamic and well thought out team without forcing a theme team like Doom Patrol. Um. So, but we should be able to answer his question, right? Sure. Yeah. What do you think of my Doom Patrol team? Worth giving Bucky's arms to Nebula, or better to leave off for Killmonger. So, so what he's think, saying there is leaving it off so that he has a, an attacker to deal with Killmonger. Oh, because so many people are, are equipped, but he doesn't yes. have Captain America equipped. So I think giving Bucky's arm to Nebula, if you really want to, is fine. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, I'm not I don't feel like I'm as worried about Killmonger as I was back in the day. So, yeah, live your truth. I would definitely do that. That works, man. Um, I also shout out. I don't like I, I, I like Nebula for 25 points. I think she's great. Um, she can unequip things and pick up the equipment if she wants. But, you know, you get charge and exploit and Bucky's arm. She's hitting for a lot. You know, like she's a 12-4 for 25 points. The only downside is she charges a little bit less than you wish. Uh, and then after that, she attacks from range for free. Yep. That's pretty good. I mean, for 25 points, that's a good character. That's a good character. All right. Um Almost done with these. Um, do you miss theme team probability control? Yes, I actually yeah. get my alphas when theme team problems around. Well, yeah, I think that I think that it should have moved to just once per turn, but it just basically means like we're not really building theme teams nowadays. Like, mm. uh, at least I'm not. I don't know. Like, literally, if I had almost an entire theme team, it's possible I would put 10 points on it that break it and I wouldn't care that much. You know, like it's it's OK. Uh, what superhero would could would lay the largest turd? So a this question, man? I'm glad you asked this question because I think it's it's a a good a good one to dive into. Uh, AJ did, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it it depends on the if how serious you are about the, the way you worded it. Does it have to be a superhero or just a comic book character? Because mm -hmm. if it's a comic book character, you just choose like one of the Celestials or something. Um, yeah. But if it has to be yeah. a superhero, then I don't think they poop. I'm just saying it. Like I don't think yeah, Galactus you go the living planet might. What? No. <laughs> How would he poop? Where'd it go? No, that's. <laughs> that's it go? I, I think that you would go like it would be a giant man or a giant girl or something or like Hulk. that. Yeah. You know, I thought Hulk, Hulk was my immediate, but like Hulk's big, but he's not like, you know, yeah, if like, he's not he's five not stories tall. I assume that everything in Gi Giant Man grows equally, including his shit, right? Probably. 
Um, then he can just shrink down a tiny ant man in order to shit tiny. I yeah, he, he could. He, I think he has the ability to lay the largest and the smallest. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on mission points going from twenty to thirty in Silver Age? That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Twenty is mean, too easy to achieve in in four hundred points. Unfortunately, it is. Yeah, unfortunately, it's what had to happen. But how many t- turns before time is called? Do you think you'll get in four hundred points Silver Age? Well, Three. I think what's the average? I think you'll hit three or four. I don't think you'll ever rotate through a uh, tarot deck unless you're absolutely curb stomping or getting curb stomped. I would agree. I, I think it almost never gets to five. I think a lot of times it's three. A three turns, by the way, is not a fun game, period. Nope. And that's why I don't like the 400 point restriction or the change, because I think it's going to make teams too complicated. Turns are going to take too long. Yeah, I wish I, maybe I should have gone Chewbacca this Saturday. Um, I had a lot of stuff. Jay asked me why I wasn't at it. Basically, Chewbacca is part of Mardi Gras, but it's a nerd culture part of Mardi Gras. So um, it's a both Star Wars theme, but also like just comic books and everything like that. Oh, neat. Um, uh, what are what are possible meta Space Ghost teams? Just any team with Space Ghost on it. <laughs> Um, I would say that Space Ghost is particularly good with high defense. Um, I think that's where you're kind of going in that direction. Um, and I think Space Ghost is a tier one figure, like maybe tier one B, but he's a tier one figure, man. He's great. Yeah, like, he's he's, uh, he's awesome. He like, really is. Really he, well designed. He does everything. He just does everything. I, I don't have much for him. I, I, the only thing I don't like about him is, you know, you probably want to play like you almost want to play Ghost Rider with him or something. Um, although I guess that doesn't help. The problem is he's vulnerable to knockback pulse wave, you know, but that's about it. If you um, now knockback pulse wave isn't a big deal if you play Ghost Rider with him. Because you can just choose invuln, ESD right, yeah. invuln, and that's part of his attack power, so he'll get to keep it. Yeah, oh. yeah. So, and officially, they. Why don't you mention uh, for our last question, Lucas? Why don't you mention uh, the rulings that came out, mainly just about Ghost Rider, to explain it to everybody? I have yeah. received questions about it. Yeah. So, Ghost Rider. I asked the. Actually, this is the question that I asked on the win. Um, Seems because, unlikely, but okay. <laughs> um, I, I asked it because there has been so much going around with him with, with Ghost Rider as to how he functions especially with the interaction of Pulse Wave because Ghost Rider says that um, Ghost Rider and adjacent friendly characters can use um, powers regardless of opposing effects um, and so the question was well, can I use powers that are granted by traits? Can I use powers granted by team abilities during pulse wave? Um, and the answer to that after WizKids has corrected themselves because they originally <laughs> answered it incorrectly and had to change it and fix it. Um, but the answer to that is no, you cannot. Um, so let's say, you know, let's say Ghost Rider is equipped with Bucky's arm and he's copying Spider-Man ally. And then, um, you know, another character that's adjacent has traded shape change and you get pulse waved. Um, you wouldn't get the shape change. You wouldn't get the super senses. It is that all of those durations are going to end because while you get to use your powers, the source of those powers are abilities and you can't use your abilities during opposing pulse wave. So basically the easiest way to think about it is you get to use what's ever printed on your dial. 
Yeah. And if it's a special power, you can use the effects of the special power. But you get to use what's printed on your dial when adjacent to Ghost Rider during Pulse Wave, and that is it. No traits, no team abilities, no equipment. So a Space Ghost, for example, has stealth super senses, um, and you can't use either. Correct. Um, how does pulse? How does the pulse wave work with stealth and Ghost Rider? Let's say you have stealth printed on your dial. Yes. Um, like uh, Iron Inquisitor is a good one, right? Yep. Um, if stealth is printed on your dial and you're adjacent to Ghost Rider, you would not be targeted by the attack. Period. Mm. Because he can't unless he has uh, unless the pulse waver has improved targeting hindering, they won't be able to draw a line of fire to you because you'll be in stealth. I thought or, that or if they're adjacent, if they're adjacent gave, then they can. I thought Pulse Wave gave you improved targeting, but it does not. No, so it 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 does give you improved targeting, but characters in Double Circle Arrow, it doesn't need to give you improved targeting hindering because it already turned off your your yourself your stealth at that point. Or it didn't used to. <laughs> now it does. But um, so yeah, it's one of those things where. If you are if you have stealth on your dial or part of a special power on your dial and you are adjacent to Ghost Rider and you're in hindering, unless they have improved targeting um hindering, they cannot attack you with pulse wave, which is kind of cool. I mean it's a it's a nice way around some of that. All right. Thank you all very much for your questions. I do appreciate it. We appreciate it. We jumped back on today to answer them. So uh, very excited about that. Um, and we will be seeing everyone uh, probably by the time this comes out in a day or so. So, um, yeah, we'll be seeing everybody in Florida. Um, I think they have about, I think it's going to be about 100 people. You, If you sit down next to me, you will play against three two-gun kids. Um, and uh, I just need to win three games. That's what I'm go. playing for. I'm playing a completely different thing. And uh, I'm, play I'm not playing to win. I'm playing to kind of win. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've really worked on the build, and I honestly like it. I honestly really, it's very much my style. A lot of figures, a lot of attacks. It's, uh, you know... Uh, I just hope nobody ever has stealth and yep. <laughs> because if they do, I can attack with Captain America and <laughs> I wish I had some ability to get something that made me see through stealth, but I don't think I do. I, uh, that's my big weakness is stealth. So fuck me. But, uh, all right guys thanks a lot i appreciate your time and until next time this is scott lucas reminding you that if you're not playing competitively you might as well be playing with yourself good night good night <laughs> <laughs>